Chapter 13 You must preach the flesh and the blood of Jesus to your family members. John chapter 6 verses 51 through 56 I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever, and the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us flesh to eat? Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. Our Lord gave eternal life to us who are the righteous. It means that he has given us the everlasting life of living forever under his love and blessing by making us his children. People must eat the gospel of everlasting life, which can have them live forever. Even though we have received such great blessings and are frequently fed on spiritual food, our family members still remain outside his salvation. Therefore, we must feed our family members and brothers and sisters all over the world who have been born again the food of everlasting life and have them live. To do so, we must eat the food of everlasting life first. What is the food of everlasting life? Our Lord said that the food of life is none other than the flesh and the blood of Jesus. What must we feed your family members and souls all over the world? We must feed them on the faith of believing in Jesus' flesh and Jesus' blood. If you truly want to save your family as well as souls all over the world from death, the first that you must do is for you to feed them on the food of everlasting life that never thirsts. It is because, in having done so, they would also gain salvation from their sins and everlasting life. Everyone must eat Jesus' flesh and drink his blood to gain everlasting life. Jesus said, The bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. John chapter 6 verse 51 Jesus said that his flesh is the food of everlasting life. And that is why we eat the flesh of Jesus as frequently as we can. Those all over the world who haven't been born again can receive salvation from sins and live eternally only if we feed them also the flesh and blood of Jesus. It is the case that you must give your loved ones the gospel of the water and the spirit, that is, the flesh and blood of Jesus, so that they can enjoy the everlasting life, the most priceless gift of God. We should forever engrave in our hearts the word of God. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. John chapter 6 verse 53 What is the food of life? The Lord said, Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. John chapter 6 verse 54 Then how can you eat the flesh of our Lord? As you well know, Jesus took on all the sins of us people by coming to the Jordan River and receiving the baptism on his body. And believing in this fact is what eating the flesh of Jesus is. Also, to drink the blood of Jesus means to believe in the fact that Jesus has saved us from the judgment for our sins by bearing all our sins and dying nailed to the cross. These are what is meant by eating the flesh and blood of Jesus. We must eat Jesus' flesh and blood by faith. We shouldn't eat this truth by ourselves, 
but we must ceaselessly try hard to feed our family members on the flesh and blood of Jesus. Taking a step further, we must also spread the gospel of the water and the spirit by which one can gain everlasting life to fellow people all over the world. Rather than Bible knowledge, we must teach Christians all over the world to eat the flesh and blood of Jesus by faith. What they desperately need isn't Bible knowledge. To them, we must first of all preach to them the word by which they would receive salvation from sins. We must always tell them, when Jesus received the baptism from John the Baptist, not only did he take on all my sins, but also all your sins. Jesus took on all the sins of everyone in this world by receiving the baptism. It is because that is precisely the faith by which souls all over the world can live eternally without having to die. My flesh is food indeed, and it is the food of life for the world. The food of everlasting life is the flesh of Jesus. We must speak of this at all times. Although we cannot do many things, we can spread the gospel of the water and the spirit to all people of the world. If we were to distribute paper books and electronic books through the internet every day, everyone in the world would soon come to know the truth all. Do you know that Jesus took on all your sins at the Jordan River? For us to believe in the fact that Jesus took on all the sins of the world by his baptism is precisely to eat the flesh of Jesus by faith. That is why we are delivering this truth to people every day while having faith in the fact that Jesus took on all the sins of the world by receiving the baptism from John the Baptist at the Jordan River. Jesus said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. John chapter 6 verse 51 Whoever wants to gain everlasting life and to live in happiness forever without ever having to die, they must eat the bread of life which comes down from heaven. That food of life is precisely the flesh and blood of Jesus. And this food means the gospel of the water and the spirit. It is the case that anyone who believes in the gospel of the water and the spirit gains new life. There is no other true food of life except Jesus. Nothing of the world can become the food of everlasting life, no matter what. Even an anti-aging medicine that is widely known in this world cannot stop people from aging and dying. Even if it's a mountain ginseng, which has a great effect so as to make one wonder if it is the elixir of life that is the first emperor of China, Qin Shi Huang, 259 BC to 210 BC, was looking for, it cannot prevent people from death. Tons of such an elixir cannot prevent you from going to death. However, if you eat the flesh and drink the blood of Jesus, you will never die. Until the Lord comes, we must therefore feed people all over the world on this food of everlasting life by spreading our faith with allegiance. Even if people of the world do not understand what we are saying very well because of their ignorance of the scriptures, all we have to do is spread by faith the fact Jesus took on all the sins of humankind once and for all by receiving the baptism from John the Baptist at the Jordan River. All we who believe prior to them have to do is to plant the saplings of the gospel of the water and the spirit inside the thoughts and hearts of people throughout the world. If we were to preach the baptism and the blood of Jesus to people throughout the world, they would also be receiving the remission of sin by believing in the gospel truth of the water and the spirit. And, when we get to go before the Lord, we will be commended greatly.
You must know that the food to an everlasting life is the flesh and blood of Jesus and that the flesh and blood of Jesus is the gospel of the water and the spirit. This truly is the truth of heaven and the gospel of secret to life. Jesus said to his disciples, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. Matthew chapter 13 verse 11 The gospel of the water and the spirit is the key that unlocks the kingdom of heaven. In this world, there can never be any other words that could send people to heaven except for these words. As it's been said that if we were to eat Jesus' flesh and blood by faith, we would go to the kingdom of heaven. Everyone, regardless of who it is, must believe it. A brother in our church said that, after having received the remission of sins, he spoke about the gospel of the water and the spirit to his mother whenever there was an opportunity. Having heard the false gospels for a long time, his mother did not believe at first, getting annoyed, refusing, and so on. But, she had heard the genuine gospel so many times that she is now said to have received the remission of sin by having accepted the gospel of the water and the spirit in her heart, purely as it is. And so, when she came to our church for the first time, I asked the man's mother to perhaps give out the testimony of her salvation. And, she said clearly, I am now without sin because Jesus took on all my sins when he had received the baptism, died on the cross for me, and resurrected. The only way for us to receive the remission of sin and live eternally is to eat and drink Jesus' flesh and blood. For people, only Jesus' flesh and blood is the food of everlasting life, and there can be nothing else. This gospel of the water and the spirit is not just a doctrine of a specific denomination. Jesus' flesh and blood is the bread of life that enables us, the people, to live forever by eating them. Thus, to eat and drink the flesh and blood of Jesus is to gain everlasting life, but if one were to not eat and drink the flesh and blood of Jesus, there can be no life inside him. We must realize and remember in our hearts the fact that those who do not eat and drink the flesh and blood of Jesus have no life, but those who eat and drink the flesh and blood of Jesus have an everlasting life. We must know that those who eat the flesh of Jesus and drink the blood of Jesus will never die and will come back to life, even if they should die. Our Lord said to us clearly, Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven, that one may eat of it and not die. John chapter 6 verses 49 through 50 He said that if we eat and drink the flesh and blood of our Lord, we will not die and we will live forever, having gained everlasting life. By faith, we must therefore eat the flesh and blood of Jesus, which is the bread of everlasting life that comes down from heaven. Have you become someone who has eaten the flesh and blood of Jesus by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit? If so, there is inside you the Holy Spirit that gives you new life. Jesus said that his blood is drink indeed, but do you know why he said so? A drink refreshes people's body. As such, Jesus cleansed all our sins by shedding blood after having received the baptism from John the Baptist. Put differently, he has vicariously received the judgment for all our sins by shedding the blood on the cross. Thus, the thirst in our hearts was quenched, and our hearts became delighted. That is why the Bible said, Repent therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Acts chapter 3 verse 19 
Because Jesus took on all our sins by the baptism, his blood is the true drink of faith, which has paid back all our sins. There is no life if one does not eat and drink Jesus' flesh and blood. However, isn't there someone among you who believes that only the blood of the cross of Jesus is essential to your salvation? Those among you who believe only in Jesus' blood can never be cleansed of their sins. One who does not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit cannot gain everlasting life, but rather only the eternal punishment in hell awaits the person. You must eat the flesh and blood of Jesus by faith. Only then can you gain true cleansing of sins and everlasting life. Do you have the faith of believing in the passage, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. John chapter 6 verses 53 to 54, as it is, God gave people the food of everlasting life by the gospel truth of the water and the spirit, and that is none other than the flesh and blood of Jesus, the Son of God. By giving us Jesus' flesh and blood, God gave those who eat and drink by faith the everlasting life, which allows them to live eternally. The flesh and blood of Jesus is our life. This flesh and blood of Jesus is the true food sent down from heaven to the faithful. Yet, on this earth, there are many people who do not believe in the gospel truth of the water and the spirit. On this earth, there are many people who believe only in Jesus' blood of the cross. That is a faith that leads people to destruction. We have received salvation from sin by the faith of believing in the flesh and blood of Jesus. And, we will enter the everlasting kingdom in the future and live there eternally. Though we are those who have gained everlasting life, there isn't that much time left for us to live in this world. Please do not think as though you would live on this earth for tens of thousands of years or millions and billions of years. One cannot live that long. We are just vagabonds, living in this world for just a short while. I hope for you to realize that there isn't that much time left for you to live in this world. Someone can perhaps say that this is something only the eschatologists would say, but that is not the case. Now, let's figure out the remaining days of our lives. The Bible says, The days of our lives are seventy years, and if by reason of strength they are eighty years, yet their boast is only labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Psalm chapter 90 verse 10 If you are thirty, and perhaps you will live until eighty, then all the remaining months in your life will merely be six hundred months. That's all. If you are fifty now, it will be three hundred and sixty months. How fast does a month go by? Dear fellow believers, there isn't that much time left in your personal lifespan. Because there isn't that much time left in my life, even I continue to live contemplating what is the most valuable way to live life. I think there is ten years left in my lifespan, at best. This is the conclusion that I have come to reach after having calculated by myself regardless of whether or not Jesus would come within that time frame. Then, do people who are younger than me live a bit longer? Even younger people cannot be certain that they would live that long. Even though young people take the vow, let us live together until our hairs turn gray, before the officiator in a marriage ceremony, there are many people who die before then. Even from looking at things happening in the world, time isn't left that long for this world. Also, the time is near when Jesus will be coming down to this world. Just wait and see if it will really happen so. 
Currently, the world is moving fast. Knowledge is swift. Transportation is quick. People's hearts are hasty, and sins have become flourishing. It's becoming just like the state God spoke of regarding the end of this world. But, several years ago, even when there was nothing wrong in this world, I have already spoken plentifully about the imminent end of the world as I lectured on the scripture passages in the Revelations. Yet, even if the end should come tomorrow, we must do the job at workplaces and continue to do God's work. We must not easily be swayed by the fact that the end of this world is coming. Instead, because the end is coming, we must exert more and more effort into the precious work of sharing the food of everlasting life, which is the flesh and blood of Jesus, during this remaining short period. Because the world doesn't have much time left, we must do this work more diligently and with a clearer mind, and we must only do this work. Some people tend to think, let us live as things would go, since there isn't much time, but that is not the case. If there is a great amount of time left, one could say that we should live with some time to spare. Because the day is soon coming when we can no longer spread the gospel due to the coming of tribulations, we must keep our minds sharp, strengthen our hearts much more with faith, and invest the days into the work of sharing the food of everlasting life. Dear fellow believers, do you think there is so much time left for this world? Only when natural disasters and worldwide wars occur, and only when orders to mark the right hand or the forehead with a sign come out from the world government, will you believe, saying, Alas, what the pastor at our church said was right. Dear fellow believers, it would be too late by then. If you don't believe now, you won't be able to believe then. Rather, when that time comes, hearts would become more persistently stubborn, and thus, having faith would not even be possible. Such a person is someone who would measure things happening around and receive the mark of a beast in the end. Faith is something that has to be prepared before the time comes. There isn't that much time left until our lives on this earth come to an end. For this reason, we must put our efforts into sharing this flesh and blood of Jesus, which is the food of everlasting life. Speak to your family repeatedly about the gospel of the water and the spirit. And, unite with the church of God, which is spreading the gospel throughout the world. With the united faith, we must spread the flesh and blood of Jesus. We must shout out far and wide that Jesus took on all of your sins with his baptism and that Jesus died on the cross for you. Really, during the short period of time left while we get to live in this world, we must live for the gospel of the water and the spirit. For the food of everlasting life is the flesh and blood of Jesus. While we are living in this world with what little time is left, shouldn't we be his workers who share the food of everlasting life by giving people Jesus' flesh and blood? We shouldn't be thinking only about what could we do so that our body would be well off and what could we do to eat well. And, instead of thinking as if we would live on this earth forever, during our truly little remaining lifetime, we must become someone who shares the food of life, that is, the flesh and blood of Jesus. We who have been born again must do so. If we were to live for our flesh haphazardly due to the fact that we do not have sins, That would be something very evil. If we who have been born again by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit were to live carefree as we wish, not doing the work of spreading the flesh and blood of Jesus, after having received the remission of sins, we would fall into sin and become the most evil people in the world. The Lord said, Therefore, 
To him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. James chapter 4 verse 17. And also said, And that servant who knew his master's will, and did not prepare himself or do according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Luke chapter 12 verse 47. On this earth, there aren't that many people who know the fact that the food of life is the flesh and blood of Jesus. There are even fewer people who believe this. Truly, we do not know how we have come to eat the flesh and blood of Jesus by faith, but it is something to be thankful for before God. Also, before God, we are thankful for having been given the faith that allows us to reside in God by having the flesh and blood of Jesus. Thus, how could we not spread this truth? Dear fellow believers, we must believe in the fact that truly, the flesh and blood of Jesus is the food of everlasting life. And, we must give out this food to all people. Until the day when our life ends, we must live for this work. We must live for this work instead of some other works. Who knows this word of secret? Who knows that the word of the flesh and blood of Jesus is the gospel of everlasting life? Other than those who have been born of water and the Spirit, John chapter 3 verse 5, no one knows. It isn't an exaggeration to say all the Christians throughout the entire world do not know. As Christians carry out the communion service, how do they view the flesh of Jesus while they take a piece of bread? They see it as just a ceremony. In some churches, they bring in bread and claim the doctrine of transubstination. They bring in bread and claim the doctrine of transubstantiation, which says that the moment when someone eats that bread by faith, it would be as though the person has eaten the flesh of Jesus. It is saying that this bread turns into Jesus' flesh inside the body. This is what transubstantiation is. But the command, eat the flesh of Jesus, as it is said in the Bible, does not mean that. The faith of eating the flesh of Jesus means that I believe in the fact that Jesus took on all my sins with his flesh when he received the baptism, and to drink the blood of Jesus means that I believe in the fact that the flesh of Jesus, who had taken on our sins, received the judgment for sins by being nailed to the cross on our behalf and shedding his blood. The faith of believing in the fact that Jesus received the baptism for all my sins and received the judgment vicariously on the cross for the world is the faith of eating and drinking the flesh and blood of Jesus. In the Bible, the word of God, which we believe, there is the gospel of the water and the spirit. In any other document anywhere on this earth, there isn't such a teaching which says that one would receive everlasting life if the person were to eat and drink the flesh and blood of Jesus. It is only in the word of God. The Bible clearly states, We will receive the everlasting life if we believe in the fact that Jesus took on all our sins when he had received the baptism of John the Baptist and saved us from sins with his flesh and blood by having received the judgment vicariously on our behalf. By believing in this, we become children of God. Thus, we ate the flesh and blood of Jesus by faith. You and I have eaten the food of everlasting life by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. As the ones who have eaten this food of life first, we must do the work of handing out this flesh and blood of Jesus to many people. What this means is the responsibility to carry out such a work lies within us, who are born again by the gospel of the water and the spirit. 
I hope for you to believe in the fact that the food of everlasting life lies in Jesus' flesh and blood. To your family members and souls all over the world, whether they believe it or not, all we have to do is to convey the truth by saying, Jesus took on all your sins by having received the baptism, and he vicariously received the judgment for your sins by dying on the cross. True food of everlasting life lies in Jesus' flesh and blood. It isn't in the flesh of Jesus alone, and it isn't in the blood of Jesus alone. We must eat and drink both the flesh and blood of Jesus by faith. You have to believe in the truth that Jesus took over the sins of the world by having received the baptism from John the Baptist, and he received the judgment for my sins vicariously by being crucified. When people believe in both the baptism of Jesus and the blood on the cross, they say that they feel refreshed. It is because Jesus took on all our sins by the baptism and vicariously received the judgment for them at the cross. It is so because Jesus' blood of the cross is for payment of the judgment of our sins. However, if one were to believe only in the blood of the cross without eating the flesh of Jesus, there will always be sin inside a person's heart. Having such faith is only trying to feel as though one has received the cleansing of sin emotionally without having cleansed one's sins perfectly by the word of truth in Jesus' baptism. The baptism Jesus received from John the Baptist isn't something that Jesus received because he was humble, and neither is it just some ceremony. The important thing to know is why Jesus has received the baptism. The most important thing is to have faith with the understanding that one's own sins were transferred over to Jesus when he had received the baptism. Those who haven't been born again do not know what the flesh of Jesus means. Christians perform two types of baptism, baptism by immersion and baptism by effusion. Those who have received this baptism by immersion ignore those who have received the baptism by effusion, and those who have received the baptism by effusion, sprinkling or boring, say that a person doesn't always have to receive the baptism by immersion in water. Thus, they start arguing over these issues. Like this, people discuss only the ceremonial aspects of baptism, arguing which type of baptism is right. But it just ends there. While I was resting my mind this afternoon, I watched a Christian TV channel, and a certain pastor came on and started a sermon on the baptism of Jesus. I listened a little to what exactly he was trying to say, but it was hilarious. He was just gibbering along with He was just gibbering along without being able to address the issue according to the scripture. What he was delivering was merely a mosaic of all the notions that theologians had said, but he had absolutely no knowledge of the true meaning of baptism. In contrast, I hope for you to believe that the flesh and blood of Jesus is the food of everlasting life. I hope for you to realize this truth and for you to believe it. Whoever it may be, if a person does not eat and drink the flesh and blood of Jesus, there is not life inside. Dear fellow believers, you may not know much about the Bible, but you must at least believe the fact that your sins were transferred over to the flesh of Jesus when he received the baptism. That is what eating the flesh of Jesus is. Because Jesus bore our sins by receiving the baptism, the faith of believing in the fact that he had vicariously received the judgment on our behalf on the cross is, in turn, exactly the same as drinking the blood of Jesus. By having faith in Jesus' receiving of the baptism and in his shedding of the blood of the cross, we must eat the flesh and blood of the Lord. We must eat the flesh and blood of the Lord. 
Let us read the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 53. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. This is not a doctrine of our denomination. Clearly, this is of the word of the Lord. The sad fact is that, despite all of this, people are not trying to understand properly and believe this passage. There are many people who drank only the blood of Jesus. They say, people who drank the blood of Jesus do not have sin. And then, they act as though refreshed, saying that they have nothing for which to be judged because Jesus bore all their sins and vicariously received the judgment on the cross and that they have received salvation. But inside them, there is no life. I ask them in return, If so, what does it mean by eat the flesh of Jesus as it is said here? And they get troubled and confused. They stop me from asking more questions by saying that it is a characteristic of heresies to inquire on the Bible in every detail. As we talk with them, it is possible to see vividly that there is no Holy Spirit inside their hearts. There are many people whose heart does not have the Holy Spirit despite having faith in Jesus. Though they believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He is God, that He atoned for all their sins by dying on the cross, that He resurrected, that He ascended to heaven, and that He will come again, the fact that there is no life inside of them means that there is no spirit inside of them. It is said, Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. Romans chapter 8 verse 9 If the Spirit of Christ is not in them, then they are those who have been abandoned by God. Our Lord said, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which, when it was full, they drew to shore, and they sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but threw the bad away. Matthew chapter 13, verses 47 through 48. A fisherman casts fishing net into the sea, and after some time, when he raises the fishing net, fish caught into the net come up. After that, he spreads the net wide on the boat deck and starts to separate the fish caught in the net one by one. At the same time, he places the edible fish into a container while throwing away the inedible fish on the deck like sticklebacks. Because if he were to put the inedible fish back into the waters, they would get caught again, he chucks them on the ship's floor and leaves them to die. When it dies, he throws them back to the sea so that they become food for other fish. Just as the fisherman keeps the good fish while throwing away the bad ones, it isn't the case that you will go to heaven just because you believe in Jesus. Only those who ate and drank the flesh and blood of Jesus get to enter the everlasting life of heaven. When Jesus sees our faith, he knows it as is at once. The Holy Spirit is inside those who have eaten and drunk Jesus' flesh and blood. He places people who have the Holy Spirit into heaven. But, people who drank the blood of Jesus only, despite the fact that they do have believed in Jesus, are thrown into hell for they are like the unusable fish. At that moment, it is useless no matter how much one begs the Lord, crying out, Dear Lord, O Lord. The Lord will say to such a person, You cannot be in heaven, and throw away the person in hell. Dear fellow believers, those who do not have life get thrown away. People who believe only in the blood of Jesus are those who do not have the Holy Spirit. Those who only drank the blood of Jesus cannot but think about only their sins whenever they come before the Lord. Oh no, 
I committed this sort of sin again. By offering a prayer of repentance this morning, I washed away the sins clean, yet I commit the same sin again. Because the sins that they commit continue to come across their minds, they are resorting to offering the prayers of repentance. However, those who have received the remission of sin by truly being born again of water and the Spirit do not get distressed due to sins because they are able to and did send over sins quickly by faith, even if they do commit sins. They confess their faith, saying, Jesus has already taken over all my sins by receiving the baptism at the Jordan River three years prior to getting crucified. Just as Jesus said, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Matthew chapter 3 verse 15 By a way of receiving the baptism, Jesus took on all the sins of the world completely and saved me from my sins. Soon after, he saved me from the judgment for my sins by going to cross, shedding blood, and vicariously dying. Like this, a person who can easily associate with this truth of salvation and believe in this truth is someone who has received true salvation. Do you come across the desire to chase after the trends of the world? Despite having become the righteous without sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, instead of living for the gospel, do you have the desire to be the pioneer who leads the new trend of fashion of the world? It is because you haven't realized that we are the ones who are true forerunners of the world. Because we believed in the flesh and blood of Jesus like so, we received the salvation and became the ones that have everlasting life. That is why we must lead a spiritual life. We must live for the gospel of the water and the spirit, and the spirit for our Lord who has saved us. If we were to benefit others by spreading the gospel of the water and the spirit, and also if we were to raise up a wave of the truth all over the world, then that is the life of leading the most priceless fashion. People who are born again of water and the spirit must not follow the evils of this world. God hates you who are born again to be swept by sinful cultures of the world. The righteous should create a new trend instead of following the trend of the world. It is necessary for the righteous to create a new trend. Dear fellow believers, when everyone else is in hip-hop fashion, try putting on a suit. Would you be most noticeable? When everyone is muddled up in the same fashion and in uniformity without any individual character, if someone who looks different appears, eyes will be drawn on the person, and people will be chasing after that. When everyone else is living like crazy, try living uprightly. That person would look most wonderful. Such a person is the true trend leader. I hope for you to know that to do things like others do is being absent of your personal character. People who have received the remission of sins mustn't follow the world. They should lead the world. The righteous must steer this world. When I see dramas written by TV drama writers, they seem just too puerile. It is so puerile that I wonder how such a story could be so popular. So, I wonder if I should also do some writing. Dear fellow believers, do you think I can write if I want to or not? If I write, I write a masterpiece, but I chose not to write. I choose not to write dramas because I won't have the time for spreading the gospel if I were to do so. I choose not to do so not because I don't have the skills, but because there is truly no need to do so. Truly, those of us who are born again must live this wonderful life of sharing the food of everlasting life, the flesh and blood of Jesus.
No matter how deeply we indulge ourselves in the pleasures of the world, there is no fun. It is said, but she who lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 6 You should live for the everlasting life instead of chasing after pleasures of the world. You and I should meet our Lord after having done this wonderful work of giving eternal life to others and having them gain everlasting life. Do you believe that the food of life is the flesh and blood of Jesus? If you do, you are doing very well. But, the fact is that most Christians still do not know it, even though 2,000 years have passed since the realization of this word of the truth. As for the people who do not know this word of secret even now, please be awakened and take the food of everlasting life by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, and then eating and drinking the flesh and blood of Jesus. If a person dies without having consumed the food of life, then it would mean hell without exception. It would mean getting separated from God. On the last day, our Lord will bring the bodies of those who have been born again by the gospel of the water and the spirit back to life, and he will give them the everlasting life. If you don't want to be someone who has been discarded in that moment by the Lord, you should eat the food of everlasting life, which is the flesh and blood of Jesus, more so than ever. It doesn't end with you eating alone, but rather, we must feed our family members, people around us, and also all the people throughout this world on the food of everlasting life.